Smash Africa. Keeping you company on five nights, 7 to 10 p.m. I have a great feeling about this conversation that I'm about to have with Ntando Nguenya, designer of Ntando 15 and owner, founder, all-round creative, good guy, cool guy, tall guy, beautiful guy, <laughs> black guy. Welcome to Five Nights, my brother. What? How you doing? <laughs> what? What? You just made my day. Yeah. I'm feeling great, man. I, I had to, man. You know, like... um. One thing that I, I don't take for granted is the impact like uh, positive energy has on everybody, you know. And if I can spread positive energy, man, I know it's not going to go to waste because you can't destroy energy. Nah. You can't waste energy. It's transferred whether you like it or not. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm glad that I got off the right foot. Bro, let me take you back, bro. Um, yeah. in, in 2015... You had a, I don't know, like an itch, I, I don't know, like a need, a purpose to start Ntando 15. And I understand that the number 15 has an important thing, uh, an important meaning to you. You're, not only is it your date of birth, but it resonates and it speaks to you. So I'm wondering, did you wait specifically for 2015 to start your brand? <laughs> <laughs> so, this is one of the things about the number, bro. Like, I can't explain it. You know, certain things happen in certain ways, and I, I really can't explain it. So, here's this boy who grew up from a township who, you know, always wakes up at, at, at six because mom has to go to work and I have to go to school. And, you know, every time when I come back from school, I'm bored as a machine at home. My aunt left it from her work and then she was like being retrenched from her domestic employment and she was moving back home. So she had left some of her stuff at our house mm. and I discovered the machine from there and yeah, made a couple of friends along the way. We started sharing tools, ideas, you know, influence taste and, and music, arts, culture, and events. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, so as part of me growing up alongside certain people, then I realized that, oh, damn, you know, like, I don't think these people, <laughs> I don't think these people see me as a person, you know what I mean? Then I started inquiring around, especially with myself and my family and everyone else, that, you know what, I think, this is who I am and this is what I like to do, you know what I mean? Mm. Having to have the conversation with your parents about, like, you know, like, yeah, this is me, you know, like, this is what I do and this is who I want to do. This is what I want to do, you know? So mm. they've been supportive ever since then, you know what I mean? Oh, man, that's, that's, that is so beautiful also. Like, do you remember how old you were when you were, like, when you when you hit up your parents about that? Uh, I think I was about 15. <laughs> <laughs> There's the number again, bro. There's the number again, bro. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those things, man. It's, it's, I, I really can't explain it. So, yeah. like So, from township to where I am now, it has, it has been like a growing thing. And then the, the number has always been there. Like, even with the even with the things that we do, the collections that we make, the... the the stuff that we, even the stuff that I do in general, even with pages, even like with general presentations or slides, mm. they would be like 
kids sometimes, though. You know what I mean? Mm. Stuff like that. But, like, I, I, I don't really like to dwell that much into it. I just saw it as a, a number, then I put it out there, like Malcolm X, and I'm saying, I've been fashioned in a way. Let me tell you what you just did right now. You yeah. just gave it even more context. And maybe you, you may not like going deeper and deeper, but once you have... Once you... Once you... Once you at the end of the day, am I my surname? You know what I mean? Yes, I, yes, yes. What I, so I just put a number on it, and that's what it is. Yeah. And that's what I love. It once you go deep, you allow for questions to arise. And when the questions are asked, and you don't know the answers, you need to go and search for the answers. And when you find the answers, the journey becomes so much more fruitful. You know what I mean? It's like the concept of growing up and saying, "Hey, you guys are talking too much. You're asking too many questions." We need to be I, encouraging questions. We need. I, I we need. Yeah. Yeah. You only have to be curious about everything, bro. Like. So, like, do you remember the first time you fell in love with fashion? I think it was. I think it was. Dude, like, I don't. I I think I was very like. I I didn't like how these pair of jeans fitted. I Mm. think I was twelve for like twelve, eleven, twelve, somewhere there. And. and this idea of, of, of well, obviously I grew up around people who work with their hands and very manual with their hands. And they would make mattresses out of plastic bags. They would make, like, uh, my great-grandma would make, uh, you know, Umisebe? What? Um, wooden, what is this? Straw mattresses. She oh, would make nice! So, so I grew up, I grew up with it. I grew up with people who know how to use like that. Even my dad, my dad taught me how to sketch and stuff like that and how to use my hands and different tools. My mom taught me how to use money. So all these things, bro, like they started making sense to me now as I've grown up. That, oh my God, all these people had an influence. But growing up, I, I, well, I think maybe right now it's still a blur when someone asks me when did you pick it up because mm. it, it was it was a traumatic experience. But yeah, I am today, man. I'm thankful for everything, actually. Yeah, I love that. Now, what what fuels your passion? Because the business that you are in is a tough business, um, and and you know one thing about passion, it's not based on the ups and downs. It's about reaching your objectives. So, what fuels your passion? What fuels my passion is the ability to 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 have a vision and, and to execute on on. on on, on, on your expectations, on my expectations, like being able to create, I think that fueled me. Like, I, I'm very grateful for everything that I have and everything that I can do, you know, like my skills and everything. So being able to create, for me, that fuels everything. Like family, like life, everything about people, everything, life, in general, my life, in, in a sense, is what fueled me to keep going. I love that. And now, one thing about uh, your fashion um, line, your fashion brand, your label, you are a brand. What do you think um, you could attribute the success of it to? I think growing up and being humble and, 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 and growing up next to God, meaning growing up, understanding communications and relations to spirituality and, and 
and religion and, and all these forms of life things. Like being centered, like growing up being centered and grateful for everything around you and, and creating wonderful relationships around you. I think for me, in a sense, it's an advice in a sense. But for me, I think I, I would attribute my success to the relationships I've built in the longevity of me building what I'm building now. Mm, mm. I, re- I really like I really like that um, gratitude is such a such an important thing in our lives bro I feel like gratitude is also like the matches that keeps the candle burning and if you do not if you do not like capture it or like strike the match nothing will ignite you know so gratitude is so key bro yeah we grew up in a very situated market so it's very hard for us to identify as ourselves you know like we identify as someone or you know the idea of something you know we don't necessarily identify as our own as ourselves as a spiritual being or as a being you know what i mean so Mm. But the gratitude of understanding that your spirit or your being can connect to another being and you can be able to put things or do things and put them into a perspective and, and manifest on those perspectives. For me, that, that that's what I'm grateful for, man. It's, it's, it's beautiful. I'm I'm in awe, my brother. We we are part. We are met. okay. Now, one thing about these interviews. Well, we don't have time. <laughs> I'm saying one thing about us, right? With these interviews, is that they are yeah. documented, they are recorded. Oh. So okay. this is part of history. And uh, fast Thanks. forward to 20 years, 30 years from now, they'll go back to these recordings, and they'll play them back, when there's a lot of obscurity. And and the light is gonna come out of what you just said. So I appreciate. I just had to have that moment. I don't have I don't have the choir here to sing, but I'll do my thing. Okay. Now collaboration is key if you want to go far. What has yeah. been What has been your journey of collaborating with others? So for me, I, in terms of my work and how I've seen collaboration come into fruition, is that Obviously, it's existing ecosystems in support or in, in coloration, in alignment with the idea of the creator. So, who I collaborate with, it's in a sense of creative ideas, mm. but more, it, it, it also plays in a social, impactful way because we think about ways in which these things or these products or these ideas might impact might impact or might play a role in another person's mind four or five years later from now on and what would that be, you know? Mm-hmm. So when I come into a relationship, I come in with clear rules and, 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 and policies and, you know, my I come in with my intentions, my clear intentions on what I would like to do and then yeah I, I let the other party decide where they would like us to go and then we take it from there so we've collaborated with a lot of people go, coming up bro like I, I, I've worked with well coming into this business I, I worked with um, well I did an internship program with David Lale mm-hmm. it was in a studio in Rosebank I was working for another studio another fashion line I'm well, coming from the township to the to, to Joburg, it was, it was crazy, but I, I've managed to, you know, carve my way around 
in people understanding the kind of creatives that I am and the kind of methods that I would like to portray out there mm. in terms of being creative and having all these ecosystems around us and having access, which is the internet, you know what I mean? Mm. So mm. for me to send an email to people like Aranda Textiles asking them that, can we please make a blanket, you know what I mean? It, it, it may sound like it, 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 it's a hard thing. Yes, it is a hard thing to do because, number one, you have to be a particular brand. And yep. then you have to joke, sell them a certain way. Yep. You have to sell an idea. And then, obviously, they will have to buy into it. And then, obviously, coming up, it's like, it's like I don't know, man, it's like, it's like Uchola, man. Like you, you come in with <laughs> with what you want into the relationship, and then you let the other party, you know, bring whatever they have, and then let's see where this goes. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's one of those things, you know. So for me, the relationship that I've built so far, bro, it's it, it, it's always been, I don't know, it's always been natural in a sense because everything and anyone that I've been in communications with, in a sense, it's it's it, it, it's purely, I don't know, man. It, it's like you know that when you are prepared for something and then something just haphazardly happens mm-hmm. and then so you just find yourself in a way or in a room or in some place or, you know, or in a call or you find an email from someone because you did something, you applied yep. just to something, you know what I mean? Yep. So I think, yeah, applying myself in these collaborations has really helped me to build the kind of business that I'm trying to build now, man. It's, it's, it's beautiful. I, I mean, think. I'm enjoying the jewels, bro. I'm enjoying the gems that you are sharing on the airwaves. So, how do you lift? <laughs> how do you lift yourself up where when you have experienced a fall in life and in business? Um, I wake up, bro. Uh. Get up, like just wake up. And it's that simple, <laughs> right? Yeah, you just wake up, like. Get up, get out of the bed, like, do something, get up, like, you know, like I said, I, was, I grew up with people who are very, like, manual, bro, like, so you can imagine sitting around, not doing anything, it's, it's boring for me, you know? Yeah. So, if, if, if I'm going through some hard moments in my most, like, let's say my relationships or my family or personal issues or anything, I focus on work, you know what I mean? If, if, if I'm dealing, like, even with the most hard-hitting moments, like now, even after COVID, people might think or might seem or might think that I, I, I live a certain lifestyle because of the kind of brand that I've built. Yes, I've built a brand that's bigger than me, but I'm still an ordinary person at the end of the day. So when I think about my downfalls, in a way, I, I'm grateful for them because they're teaching me something about myself that I, I, I wasn't able going, I wasn't going to be able to experience had I not went through that that that, that little discomfort or that little fall. You know what I mean? So if I, if, if in a sense, if I didn't come across certain obstacles in this business or in life in general, I don't think I would be the kind of person that I am today. Love that. You got two minutes, brother. Tell me, what does the future look like for you? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just read an article on me. They're saying they're calling me an AR developer. Mm -hmm. Um, We are affiliating with people who are doing stuff in the digital realm. Uh So, yeah, we, 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 we are in the... Texting, 
in the fashion where we're basically putting things into... So, you know, this whole idea of now as content creators, everything and anything that we're doing uh, as assets, as mm-hmm. the, the supposed to be labeled as assets, although they may not be as, you know, physical, mm-hmm. they, they do hold some value. So we are in the process of working with people who are, can I say this, but who are in the background and creating platforms for people to express themselves physically in a sense. So if I'm a creative and I have physical stuff that I'm doing, we're trying to create a way or a platform in which we can digitize those things and they can be labeled and licensed under that particular creative. Now, we it's not easy in South Africa. Well, in a system that doesn't really get updated with the technology, you know what I mean? I don't, like, you don't have to move from social Google to Johannesburg to, you know, meet someone. You can just send an email today, you know what I mean? But for, for, for us today, when I think about the future, I think we are moving closely and closely to, to, to the tech scene and we are closely inter- integrating the physical and the digital. And yeah, man, I, I, I really don't know. But yeah, that, that's for, for me right now, that's, that's my thing. I, I, really, I really like digital stuff right now. Gando, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for being the light. Thank you for being an inspiration. I appreciate you. And man, oh man, I will see you out there in the future while you digitize everything. Five nights with Smash Africa. Smash Africa.